<clears throat> Today's main topic is is what instinct have you all realized that you have that you oh my god I can't even read the whole thing power Your through voice. <clears throat> Your voice is terrible I know it's, we're doing it's actually offensive Hey so, okay, have some going. empathy have some empathy All right <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Outpost Podcast. I'm Lacey and I'm losing my voice. Yeah, it's, you are. It's going to be really fun today. So with us today, who do we got? We've got... Marcus Darkus. Perfect. We've got... Derek. And... Most Daff. Ah. Most Daff. Okay, what? Not to be confused with the least Daff. Yeah. <clears throat> Who's more Daff than him? Nobody. <laughs> nope, nobody. Ain't nobody more Daff than... Never mind. I'm not even going to... I'm not even going <laughs> to... All right, where are we hailing from today, everybody? A sketchy corner of our offices. Yeah, back by the bathrooms. Back by the bathrooms. Mm -hmm. I tried to get us in this little hallway closet here, but there's uh -huh. no light. There's no door. We should have done a Halloween special is what we should have done and done it in there. Yeah. With a strobe light. It's mm -hmm. like a cellar. It's like it's like an unfinished like basement. Don't you think that would be a cool yeah, spot? Yeah, we could string an extension cord in there and light it up. Yeah, next time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's been happening at Orange Nebula? We've made a big decision. What are we doing? What are we doing next month? What are we doing, D-Lock? It starts with a K and ends with an R. It rhymes with Kickstarter. Yeah, that, that's right. We're yeah. launching a, a Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yeah. How do we feel about this? Excited beyond Excited. all belief. And? Terrified. Yep. <laughs> that's what I was going for. Yeah. Anytime... You put this much work in like we have, like we're going crazy. It's like three plus years on this game and meticulously rebuilding it, redoing it, refining it. There's a lot of nerves because we put so much on the line. We're we're going all in. Mm -hmm. So just like we always yeah. do, swinging the fence. You and Tom have been putting in some long hours crazy trying hours. to get this thing perfect. So it's been really cool to kind of see it come to life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're not dead. We didn't kill each other. So. This is this is true. This is true. I think you even still like each other, honestly. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> Eighty-seven percent of the time. Yeah, until they start throwing things at each other, and mm -hmm. it's a brawl zone. But that's what it takes. It takes the screaming room to do something really compelling and moving. At least that's been my experience. Also, the basketball hoop is broken again. We took our aggressions out We did on it. fix it. You fixed it by covering it in duct tape. Yeah. Yeah, Mark. Mm -hmm. If you can't fix it, duck it. Don't you know that? Except it's not duck, it's ducked. No, you say duck it. I'd like to duct it, please. Duck it. I'd like to duct it. I'd like to duct. Yes, we did break We did break the backboard, though. Again. Yes, again. Actually, on both sides. Who we, did it? We broke it. Well, I broke one side, and then Mark broke the other. Mm. Mark wants to say so it was me, gonna, but... It's yeah. I, Mark will attest to my awful my shots. shots. Usually go in. They they have to hit the rim or yours hit the you know wall or the backboard. Hey man. No, yeah, we did. That's, we, that's, we that's basketball. That's together. a basketball of the future. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm just ahead of the curve. <laughs> that's... Can we talk about something else that happened at Orange Nebula? Yes. Daffron 
got a haircut. Oh, oh my gosh. Dear God. Yes, yes, he did. It's unbelievable. It looks amazing. It looks like a GQ cover. He really, I have man crush on him now. Tell it's, tell everybody what Describe it. was the main motivation in getting your haircut. So I had rather long, well, I was getting rather long and curly. I have natural curly hair, so... And I also had a pretty full beard going and then uh, decided to bust out the old beard trimmer and it has an adjustable guard on it. And as I was trimming the beard, I accidentally bumped the guard down to the zero or the lowest <laughs> setting with my thumb and took a chunk out of my beard right to the skin. Oh, man. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm, okay. Gonna, guess I'm doing a goatee now. I haven't rocked that in a long time. I want to tell everybody that he is, does not have a goatee right now. No. So go stubble. on. I got stubble. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to keep trimming. I got to trim my mustache. And I forgot that it was still down to the lowest. <laughs> <laughs> so there goes half my mustache. And then I'm like, well, we're just going to start over. <laughs> Walk downstairs, freak my wife out, freak my daughter out. And then a couple days later, my wife's like, can't do the long hair with no beard. baby face. This is too... <laughs> Weird. So I <laughs> went to my favorite old school barber yesterday and got just reset. You look good, dude. It looks really good. I gotta good. say. It's a but it's vastly different than how I used to it's look. It's a little like. sparkly. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You look like an executive yeah. now instead of a transient. <laughs> he's got he's got like the like the really short sides with like the long top and like on the it. really nice straight line yeah. of the I forget part. what they call that, the shaved part. Mm -hmm. It's a, like an old school barber cut. It's crisp. I like I like looking crisp. Mm -hmm. I like half expect you to like take out one of those like switch switch blade things, but That's it's right. it's a comb. Oh yeah, Viola like, oh, like yeah. they had in. Um, yeah, Viola gosh. told me today that uh, mm -hmm. she said I look like I'm in a band. Yes. <laughs> Actually, you know what? She's not wrong. The boy band. Oh <laughs> no, not a boy. You know what? I hear something. It's a delivery. It's a. I hear uh -oh. a delivery. Oh delivery. hey, Derek, you hear that? I'll, I'll take that. Here. <clears throat> I think that might be Derek's delivery. Oh thank you. What is it? Do I need to sign for this? Okay. Yes. All right, thank you. Nice. Yeah, you have a good day too. Oh what my god, it? let's get let's. I heard get, that signature. Get the uh, the box cutter open. <laughs> I'm trying to make sound effects. It's not working. <laughs> Cut it open. What is it? It's the mailbag. Oh my that gosh, game. it's the mailbag. Oh the man, box to get to the mailbag. That that was that was awesome. Yes, yes. the mailbag. Uh -huh. I'm just gonna take it out. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Um, Derek's the bag master. Today. Yes, it is. Bag. Uh, let's see what we got in here. I'm just going to put it in the middle, and uh, Lacey, why don't you draw one out at random? Oh, not that one. Question. Not that one. Put that one back. You said at random. Nope. Nope. Don't do that one. What about this one? That one, I'll allow it. Okay. There I'll you allow go. it. Okay. Community questions. Okay. Oh, Are we all ready? Yeah. We go. We're ready. I'm braced. What rhymes with orange? Storage. Mm, right. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> No, we actually have some really good questions today, and I'm actually really excited to kind of dive into these. Okay. Um, one is kind of centered around a Thanksgiving holiday sort okay. of thing, so that's mm -hmm. going to be kind of fun. But the other one is, what is your favorite way to waste time? I'm very good at this. Ooh, yeah, I'm very too. good at this. I am a millennial, so I waste time on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> living my e-life. Mm-hmm. Do you ever check your insights? How many hours a day you're spending on average? Those things are scary. Like on oh, the whole phone God. or on that app? Like Instagram <laughs> app, period. Hmm. That functionality burned out on her phone. I Shut think. up. It literally, it's like we can't keep up. There are not 25 hours a day. How are you managing that? I probably yeah. spend almost two hours a day on Instagram. Wow. Yeah, it's easy to do. Now, remember, I 
that, some that of is it, what you do. Some of it is managing other people's yeah. Instagram accounts, which I'm getting paid for. So that's not exactly wasting time. That is true. That's Maybe actually productive. one hour of that is time wasting. <laughs> yeah. What do you Shut look up. at? You get stuck. <laughs> what do you look at when you go on, on Instagram? Like, do you go like I do and like just look at dogs or do you, like, do you actually like try to get involved in other people's lives? And, like, I don't. I, I'm more of a lurker, when he said that. <laughs> like a lurker, uh-huh. you know, I don't interact a lot, but I like to watch stories. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple of bigger influencers who I almost watch their stories every day as if it's a 15 minute episode of mm. something. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you were going to sit down and watch The Office at the end of the night, a 20 minute episode of that, I'm like sitting down and I'm watching the 20 Instagram stories that came from the one influencer. And, and it's oh. almost like a reality TV episode of their day. Right. That's kind of cool. Can you hear selfie. my words? This no. is actually <laughs> no, I part of it. Understand. Hold the selfie. Mm-hmm. Put the gram away. Yeah, what? exactly. What is this? Kanye West. Oh, is it? Wow. You're, you are more up on the times than I am. Okay, how cares? else are people wasting time? We, Daffron and I got Kanye down. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I waste a lot of time that shopping on Instagram. It's almost an addiction. Really? Um, excuse me. I apologize. I meant Amazon. Amazon. Oh, Amazon. It's okay. uh, out of control. What kind of things do you buy? Everything. That- Amazon tells me, hey, we think you'd like this. And I like it. And, and you're like, it. you're right. <laughs> Thank God you are like right. Gadgets. They paid him clothes? to the wall. He's is wearing it- shoes today. Emails come to my ma- mailbox. And mm-hmm. I everything. Like, I bought a, well, these new headphone extender things here. The headphone extender. I bought extender. an appliance bulb for my oven. Wow. That was wow. exciting. And you got it in two days. I don't like going to the store and dealing with the line and the crusty people. I just, Amazon. You are one of those crusty people. <laughs> Amazon. True. You are part of the problem, Gapron. <laughs> is an introvert's best friend. It's like, it just shows up on my doorstep. That's, That's a good tagline. That is a good tagline. Amazon, an introvert's, introvert's best, best friend. friend. Yeah. I like it. No porch pirates in my neighborhood. I live in a safe place, so. Porch pirates. It's, yeah, yeah, that's true. So okay, I'm, what about you? The glitter bombs for them. How do I waste time? Well, I don't really watch TV very much. Recently, I've been playing a little bit more video games. Computer um, games. Computer games. We've yeah, there's a this. difference. We talked about this. There's so. a difference between video games and computer Lacey's games. Lacey's drawn a line in the sand, right? You play so computer I, games. I, yeah, I play on my laptop. Yeah, why won't you say it out loud? Yeah, what? There you, you go. Like, you won't Warcraft, say World I'm, of Warcraft out loud. Yeah, I do. Wow. You just got the ability to fly. And if and if oh, anybody cool. out there has like the killer guild and you're looking for somebody that needs to be carried, that would be me. I'll apply <laughs> and I will transfer to your server and you can carry me around. No, actually, I have like a lot of tunes and I have a lot of, I've been playing for a long time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're like an OG world of Warcraft. I, I wouldn't say I'm a badass player. I'm not hardcore, but I, but I, I really got some good. Skill. I'm pretty, I'm, yeah. I mean, you are. yeah, you're good, but I'm looking for a guild. I'm, I'm homeless are you? In, in world of Warcraft. I don't have a home. And so if anybody has a guild and they want to invite me and you're like, serious, there's like, there's a lot of you and you're a transient you're like a family fire and you're like relaxed. Like I don't need pressure mm-hmm. for the way that I play. I don't like to be told. Yeah. I, I do get in there. In my spare time. It's not a lot. It's not mm-hmm. every day. Actually, it's almost every it day. It is now, almost every but day. But sometimes but it's just a little. Sometimes it's 40 minutes. Yeah. On the weekends, I get a little bit more, but I don't have a lot of spare time. But if I do and I need to turn off, I will go kind of role play and play my elemental shaman or. Or your fire <clears throat> mage. I have a fire mage that I've been working on really hard right now. Yeah. Those, I like those range classes. Okay. I love video games for that purpose. I know, I know that they're classified as like a. a time waster quote unquote but they can be a lot of fun 
Yeah. Right? There's a lot more to them than just that. I'm also serious. Invite me to your guild. I will pay for the transfer <laughs> to your server. Really? Get them get him to post on the outpost. Yeah, yeah we'll do yeah, an post, outpost. Post that post. In, the, in the Facebook and the outpost community. Yeah. You can help rehome Mark. The yeah. transient fire mage. The transient fire mage. I'm, I'm, I'm we, pretty, that's campaign been, now. It is. I've when this, when this since, podcast comes out, let's do that. vanilla. So I, I got, you know, I understand how things work. I'm not, okay. you know. Anyway. I've watched him play. It's actually quite a spectacle. He, it's he very gets cool. very serious mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. I get that serious about people's Instagram stories too. And you get that way about Amazon shopping. All right. What about you, Derek? I don't want to believe that I waste time, but I know I do. You mean at your desk? Yes. Actually, it's funny. The, <laughs> past, could... the past couple of days when Mark's come into the office, I've been on my phone and I've been like, it's 100% been Instagram. Solitaire, yeah. See, Solitaire. Has, you're, you're a millennial. It's Instagram. <laughs> I really like to sing. That's how you like waste time is singing? Yeah. It's not That's really not a waste, waste of time. time. But I like to drive. Sometimes I'll like go out of my way to take a longer route because I like to drive. I do that when I'm listening to a book I really like mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What other ways do I like to waste time? I like to watch good TV shows. I'm all into TV shows right now. Broadchurch. If anybody's seen Broadchurch, no, it's a British kind of crime drama. It's really good. It has um, David Tennant and Olivia Coleman in it. And if you're fans of those two, they are primo in that. Primo. Primo. But it's super heavy, as are most British crime dramas. So I don't like that. Yeah, it's, I don't bring it's that energy into my life heavy. on purpose. Yeah, why is it so dark, Derek? I just really like Why so it. dark? I don't Derek, know. Is Derek a bad person? Maybe. <laughs> Borderline. Am I the baddie? It's time to exercise. The <laughs> Only on the inside. <laughs> yeah, Only on really. the inside. Okay, so what, what else question. do we have in our mailbag? Should I pick another Yeah, pick another one at random. I'm picking. I'm picking. I'm picking. <laughs> Good choice. Pick, right the first oh time. Gosh, unlike Lacey. Okay. All right. Hand, hand, it, hand it over here. There you go, sir. Thank you. Thank you. We'll open it up. What are you least thankful for? So it is the holiday season, so let's flip that on its head. <laughs> it has been flipped. What are we least oh, thankful my for? Dear God. How much time do we have? I Yeah, I have a laundry list. Can we turn I, this into like a group therapy session? I've been thinking about one specifically lately. I am least thankful for this cultural five-day work week that we do. I mm. want a four-day work week mm-hmm. forever. That's I was what just I was thinking about that today, really? but not 10 hour days, four days, four days. No, exactly. Yeah. I think eight hour days, Manageable. four days a week, people would be so much healthier, have better work life balance. Why do we do this to ourselves? When I was at, uh, at university at Washington state, we had a four day school week. And so we got Monday through Thursday were our school days. And then Friday we had off sheltered and it was so <laughs> good. What does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? But yeah, we got that Friday off and it was really nice because it really allowed us to like actually do schoolwork or honestly just not do schoolwork. And like, before oh the my weekend. gosh, be a human. Yeah. And then we switched to a five day schedule and, and not that it was awful, but it was just. So that's what I'm least thumbs grateful up that for. One. I am least grateful for this just commonly accepted societal standard of the five day work week. Mm-hmm. 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 Burn it down. Preach it. Yeah. Let's make signs. Okay. Down with the five day work week. Yeah, we'll move to six. No, <laughs> no, okay. it's the wrong way, Mark. I'm just kidding. That I like this, funny. Lacey. You're giving some good with the boss, right? Yeah, here. really. The boss is here. I see. I see what's. We happening. got another ally in our corner. Yeah. <laughs> Notice how we said four eights, not four tens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give you six sixes if you want. That's fine. That's only thirty six hours a week. Oh, That's I keep, great. I keep making the joke that we're going to unionize on you. 
there's another we, there's another we can form a quorum or whatever it needs quorum. Quorum. <laughs> all right i'll tell you what i'm least thankful for okay political climate culture Ooh. nonsense Ooh, yes. psychobabble bring your soul down civil war that mm-hmm. we have i don't want to go deep but man mm-hmm. wherever you are like it's just nasty. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say this is because I have to like mentally brace myself to read any news articles of any kind or to catch a concept because there's always an agenda either one way or the other. And I feel like that's not where the answers are. The answers mm-hmm. are in the middle. And everybody's pulling to the extreme one way or the other. And there's constant classification of people. It's like, well, if you believe that, then you're the enemy. And that's not true mm-hmm. that's, and so the whole thing that we're in right now and i think most people can relate to this even if you're very very motivated to push political agenda or just to be involved in politics in general even if you're trying to do something amazing it's a very dangerous place to be and mm-hmm. i don't know it brings me down i have to you know talk to my kids about what all this stuff means and help them be really independent thinkers and mindful about how our thinking and critical thinking informs the way that we act and to be open-minded at the same time. And so when I think about gratitude and thankfulness as we go into Thanksgiving, I'm not thankful for where we've ended up in this country, right? So a lot of people may be listening to this outside the U.S. The U.S. is experiencing some difficult time right Tumul- now. Tumultuous. And yeah. we're about to head into the year of presidential election. Election which season. makes Saturday Night Live fun. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Weekend update will be a blast. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what happens, it's not going to solve this problem, mm-hmm. right? Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the issue is is people want to pin it to to yeah. one thing or the other but really it's a, it's a, it's hundreds and hundreds of factors and and you all know my brother Jared mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves to debate and he always tries to nail me down on an ideology what do you think about this issue and what do you think about this issue and i'm like i think people should spend their time working on learning how to communicate better mm-hmm. yes. and those wouldn't be issues mm-hmm. <laughs> right or be nicer i want to mm-hmm. like piggyback yeah. on that Listen more. I am least thankful for a lack of empathy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, empathy. Hardness. You guys are stealing my uh, my I answers. Got, I haven't gone yet. What oh, you go then. You go. Derek's like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I, Let's enjoy I, this awkward I will, silence. I will kill you. I can relate you do to that. that I again. empathize with that. <laughs> Speaking of lack of empathy, Mark Davron is trying to bulldoze <laughs> me over. Lack of empathy, like lack of understanding other people as people as opposed to ideologies or beliefs or that sort of stuff. It's, it's really toxic. And to me, like if everybody was more empathetic or empathetic, 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 that's, that's the new, that's kind that, of empathy. that's the new age pronunciation. The world be a lot different place. I think if people just took the time to understand where people are coming from before they pose judgment, the world would be completely different. So preach, preach it. Preach. This is this has been the empathy gospel with Derek. <laughs> okay, Daffron. It's funny that we're all landing on the same topic. That's kind of what I was going to say too. When I, if anybody's ever been to Portland, generally can't find a place to park ever. So I allowed myself a half an hour, drove around <laughs> the barber shop at least six times, parked in an obscure neighborhood, walked. It was a beautiful day, but I just notice all the time, like you will pass people on the sidewalk. And you'll see them coming and I'm getting ready to smile at them and everything. Mm-hmm. And just don't even want, they don't look you in the eye. I see that so many times and it used to not be like that. And I know I'm, I'm probably getting older, you know, but 
I agree with Mark. We're not better. We're smarter. We have more knowledge, but we don't have wisdom. There's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. So I'm not a Luddite, but I think some of these tools have turned us into people who don't have empathy and don't want to look people in the eye. Don't like you're saying, Lacey, don't know how to communicate. And it just bums me out. Like, you know, it makes me want to go buy 20 acres did you and think live by myself with right. my wife? Oh, maybe you'll get that on Amazon. You'll get the email. Twenty acres. Now listen, I, I want that. I want that twenty acres, but I still need internet and Amazon to, be able <laughs> yeah, exactly. to deliver to my doorstep. No, yeah. Well, it's, think, it's sad. You'd it think really with is. like the technology and how the world has shrunk that we'd have more empathy, or that would mm-hmm. encourage empathy between you know people of different backgrounds. But it's kind of yeah. done completely the opposite. You know, maybe the, that's just human nature. I don't know. In my mind, these all kind of tie together, right? So, like, the more time we spend with our devices and not with other people interacting, you, you kind of become a little bit desensitized to mm-hmm. reading people's body language and having meaningful conversations. And I think people sacrifice personality and talent and perspective for some type of a social persona, how they want to be perceived, which really isn't even them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think everybody's guilty of that to a certain extent. And people are really kind of yearning for something real. You know, it's possible there's going to be kind of a, a sweeping reset of this at some point. Because I think it's going to reach a breaking point, right. at least in my mind, where we're so disconnected and we live through our phones. Like you look at a family, they go out to eat and they all of them, all five of them have their phones Ugh, out. It's like, just me. that's your time, right. you know? And, and I'm guilty of it. Like I'll, I'll take my daughters out and the three of us will have our phones out. I'm like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. How did I you don't do that? Even, you don't realize you're doing it until you're like, in the moment you're like what have I done? yeah so i mean mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guilty of it too but yeah, gosh it just really it, it kind of brings me down a little bit okay there's literally a dopamine addiction that happens oh to yeah people. Yep. i know, feel it the, the apps that we use are programmed to get mm-hmm. you to continue using them and that makes sense it's a business perspective but if we're not aware of it then it just happens to us mm-hmm. and we become addicted to dopamine which limits the amount of serotonin which is our long-term happiness chemicals and so we have to actually be the power to choose when we use and when we don't use mm-hmm. instead of letting it overtake our behavior and our habits. That's the end of my TED talk with <laughs> my voice being gone. I like that. Yeah. It's, you get 45 it, seconds instead of 12 it, minutes. <laughs> I think it's really cool that a lot of companies too are trying to be more conscientious of that. I'll use Apple as an example because we were just talking about it, but the screen time mm-hmm. app on your phone mm-hmm. that actually shows you how much screen time, whether what you do with that information is, is up to you, whether or not you want to reduce that or whether or not you care at all. But showing, you know, a healthy relationship with technology is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Okay. I'm going to move into our main topic of the Segway. day. Segway. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. What <laughs> instinct have you realized that you have? That you actively have to work against to be a healthy version of yourself. Okay. So does this all make sense? Yeah. Okay. I got one in the, in the Daphron wants to go first. Now you will not steal my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I think my natural tendency, can we call it a tendency or instinct, I guess? It's just to kind of get up out of bed. My mind's already going the moment I wake up. A lot of times I'll wake up at like three in the morning. That just seems to be the time. And then I got to make a cheese sandwich or something to <laughs> fill the belly because I'm hungry. A 3 a.m. cheese sammy. That's right. <laughs> Do you grill uh, it? No. Just, just cheese yeah. in the bread. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Derek's like, ooh, you don't grill that white bread? <laughs> <laughs> just 
to just hit the ground running and like, but more and more I'm denying that and myself that privilege or whatever it is. And just like, I'll go down and sit and make some tea or coffee and just sit with no phone, no nothing Mm -hmm. lights kind of like low and just stare at the wall for 30 minutes. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, yeah, tendency to just whatever it is, if it's a Saturday, I got to get them to do all these projects, you know, uh, just shutting my brain off and really working against that natural tendency, you know, to just go all out. Like as soon as we get up, like eyes aren't even adjusted. Let me grab my phone. What's going on on Instagram? Mm-hmm. What's going on on Slack? What's going on on email? I've been working on that yeah. some too the last week or so. <clears throat> Three days in the morning when I woke up, I just started journaling. You know, so instead of consuming any new content or putting together my to-do list, I'm like writing my feelings, my intentions, because I really have been struggling lately with finding any peace in moments. You know, I'm constantly moving, thinking, moving and thinking. And I'm like, I can hear myself in my own head say, I'm so stressed. I'm so stressed. I'm Mm -hmm. so stressed. And so I'm trying to counterbalance that with, I feel peace. I have peace. And, you know, writing that and trying to make time for that. But you do have to actually like intentionally try to do it. Yeah, it's getting harder and harder where you literally have to be disciplined and force yourself to. Yes. I'm avid cyclist and I've got bikes hanging in the garage. They're just collecting dust. And I'm like 90% of the time I think about, well, I should go out on a ride on my lunch break, you know, when I'm working from home. And I'm like, "Ah, I don't feel like it. Mm hmm. I make all these excuses to not do it. And then, but the rare times when I do do it, it's just like, why have I not done this? Like, this is exhilarating. I feel great now. Let's go back and got a clear head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But man, that's like running with me. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. You like to do it? I do. I do. But you don't make time for but it. I don't make time for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just getting to the point where you're like, I'm going to go run. And then I realized, oh, I'm going to be tired. Oh, it sounds terrible. <laughs> but like when you run and you do it, like afterwards, they're like, I, this is the best I've felt in months. Okay, name that chemical. What's that brain chemical? Do- B- no, Sarah, uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah, Sarah Borellis. No. <laughs> Methamphetamine. No. Endorphins. That's it. That's the go. one. Good see job, how, Lacey. How, we were we testing you. We don't live in that. <laughs> we don't live in that arena, so we don't know what that is. Does running to the fridge count? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. You, yeah. Yeah, I run well. to the fridge a lot. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Snacks. <laughs> Snacks. So what is it, Derek, that you're that you're working against? The phone is a really good point. As a matter of fact, that was one that I hadn't thought about until we started talking about the discussion about phones at the dinner table and that sort of stuff. But yeah, like waking up and the first thing you do is like, I guess I'm going to one-eye look at uh, Twitter and see what's going <laughs> on and make sure the world's not on fire, which it is. <laughs> It never changes. Oh, look, the world's right where I left it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Blazing. That's right. But also, like, when I go to bed and that sort of stuff, my phone is my alarm, as I'm sure either a lot of people hear or a lot of people listen to this podcast, that their phone is their alarm. And so it's always by your bedside. And so it's really easy to, if you're not falling asleep right away, be like, oh, I guess I'm going to hop on, you know, social media for a while or do this, play this game on my phone. And then you look up from your phone, all of a sudden it's like 3.30 in the morning and you're mm-hmm. like, crap, I got to go to work tomorrow. I have stuff to do tomorrow. And then you have terrible night's sleep and it's just this terrible revolving thing. So one thing I, I want to try to do more and I haven't done it, which I should, is to 
use use a different alarm source, but yeah. leave my phone literally like in the living room or something like that to charge. That's what I've been teaching a lot lately. I do these assemblies for fourth, fifth, and sixth graders, and that's one of the biggest guidelines that we teach for having a healthy relationship with your devices mm -hmm. is leave it charging in another room at night. At night, definitely. because all the studies that are coming out are showing that teens have increased anxiety and depression. And it's not because of phone use. It's because of what you're not doing when you're using your phone. Yeah. Explain. Ex I, open up that. You're not sleeping. You're not exercising. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's those are the tool. Things. It's an inanimate mm -hmm. object and it's not the tool's fault. It's the people, mm -hmm. their habits that are formed around you. Exactly. The and the habits that you're no longer doing. Yeah. And then not to mention if you get on your phone and you're, you're hoping to have like this dopamine rush and you don't get it. Like you don't mm -hmm. find like that that funny meme or something like that. You're like kind of like disappointed and yep. bitter. Yeah. <laughs> and you like find yourself like like you're just so frustrated. You can't find that dopamine. It's the opportunity cost is what you're talking about. Okay. Right. So what you could have been doing in the time that you spent with that hour yes. browsing Instagram, mm -hmm. you could have gone to the gym, had a 45 minute workout and traveled both ways and felt amazing, your body would be thanking you. But no, you're doing whatever you're doing on your phone, just scrolling, right? right? I have a dream. You ready for this? Yes. So like between Portland and Vancouver, where we live, there's the Columbia River. There's two bridges that cross. One of them is the I-5 bridge. One of them is the 205 bridge. My dream is to go to the 205 bridge, stop in the middle, and launch my phone into the mighty Columbia River. Do you and think say about goodbye that? forever. Because I, love that I am absolutely <laughs> pinned by my phone. Mm -hmm. I don't get stuck in my phone like a lot of people. My usage is down from, I think, comparatively. However, with my teenage daughters, they are pinned as well. And freedom and emancipation from that, I think, is a, is a major, major deal. Let me spin into, though, the thing that I'm working against, which is kind of a little bit unrelated. Okay, okay so switching gears here. I call myself a recovering workaholic and what I am is a workaholic. <laughs> so that's, that's the fact. What happened with me was I've, I've been a business owner for the majority of my career and this mentality that, you know, if you want it done right, you got to do it yourself. And so I tend to take action and take charge rather than, than let people do what they do or to delegate. Right. And, and you guys have actually seen this. I'm looking mm -hmm. at Derek and Mark. I think it's much better now than it has been oh, ever. Absolutely. Right? Yes, absolutely. But there were times when it's just like, it's just going to be faster. It'll take me 20 minutes. It'll take me 40 mm -hmm. minutes to manage somebody else doing it. So it doesn't make sense. The problem is you have to give people an opportunity to do what they do and train them to the point where you don't have to do anything. Right. Well, that mentality goes outside of business too. It's like, I just take things on all the time. And so I'm constantly barraged with not enough time to do all the things I want to do. And what I need to do is call those things and be like, you know what, if you're not in the top five or you're not in the top 12 or whatever, you're just not even on the list anymore. Like, I'm just going to have to say goodbye to you. Just like when you're cleaning your house, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you haven't used it in a year, get rid of it. It's bringing you down. Weighing. It's like weight that you carry. Yeah. And so I'm doing that at home. I'm simplifying. I'm doing that in my, in my work life with you guys. I think you see I'm creating windows where I'm not available and I'm pushing things to team members. And you're sticking and, to those windows too. Yeah. It's one thing to make them. It's another thing to like enforce them. And I think you've been doing a good job at enforcing them. I'm learning. If I'm honest, I don't think I'm good at it yet. But for us to go where we're going, it's necessary for me to do that. Mm -hmm. 
for me to be my best self, I need to be doing the things that fill me up, that I'm passionate about, and that I'm good at, and not all of the crap stuff that I spend all my time trying to get those fires out so that I can relax and do the things that I want. And there's never enough time, right? right? Like I'll spend the entire day putting fires out and they'll be like, okay, now I'm ready to do this. And it's 14 hours into my day. <laughs> yeah, you just want right? to sleep. And that's not healthy. And when I say workaholism, please understand that I take it very seriously and I think it's a damaging thing. It's not a point of pride. I've heard people talk about it like I'm a workaholic because I like to hustle, mm -hmm. right? I get stuff done. Hustle culture. That Ugh. is such BS, okay? Workaholism has a very dire consequence about spending time with your family and being healthy, the opportunity cost that you have there. And so this is a, the real thing for me. And I'm making huge strides with measurable results right now in my life. And so I think a lot of people can connect with that, especially mm -hmm. in this culture. And you guys are all nodding your heads. And so I don't know if you're <laughs> just like, yeah, you need to, you need to change that. No, I mean, I, um, I feel well, like I think I'm we all do too. see the efforts that you're personally putting into mm -hmm. it too. And I think there's probably good trickle down effects that are happening, which is why you're seeing the nodding. Good. My tombstone's just going to say, well, he worked really hard. <laughs> Great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Way to show up for life, right? Mm -hmm. Like, no, it's the, the, you work to get all the other things in your life, right? And I think it is possible to love what you do. I think we love what we do. I'll speak for myself, though, and say I love what I do mm -hmm. most of the time. You know, your job should have some things that you're passionate about and some things that are just part of the job that suck. All jobs are going to be like that, right? There's no job that's going to be perfect for you. Right. There's the world that you build. And so anyway, that's kind of my take on how I can become my best self. And so if, if I can start, you know, start trimming out the things that are in the way of me doing what only I can do, uh -huh. I need to focus my time on doing the things that only I can do. And then I think everybody's going to be happier. I want to highlight something that you said and that show up for life. That's almost like a great mantra to live by. Show up for life. Mm -hmm. And it lives outside of that. Yeah, device. that, that yeah. square yeah. Mm -hmm. box. Okay. Moral of this podcast, throw away your phones. <laughs> Just kidding. That's right. Unless Just kidding, that's where we find you. Unless you have the Kickstarter app. <laughs> yeah, you know, unless you have the Kickstarter so, app or you're involved in the community, yeah, then totally the keep them. December, <laughs> make sure you have that app and you're focused on it. And after that, we're not... We're going to a printed newsletter that will be oh, mailed out. That's okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah, but then what about the trees? With some desktop publishing. <laughs> Here's what I actively work against. It's almost two sides of an extreme. I either procrastinate, and I procrastinate very well. Me too. Because I work super well under pressure. And if I have a long deadline, I'm going to take the whole time anyway. So I just procrastinate, and then I spend most of a night finishing something mm -hmm. and that's not healthy on the other end of the spectrum i quick start instead of putting together a really good plan and strategy for something i just do it you just go yeah yeah without really bringing in help and it's probably stems from the same thing you talk about mark where i don't trust other people you know i just do yeah. it myself I'm like, okay, I want to do this. Nobody else is going to do it for me. So I'm going to just do it. Preach. Yes, I can. But that, that ends up creating a product that's subpar. Mm -hmm. That's not sustainable. Yeah. When I'm art directing people, I'll labor like over the whole thing. Like, oh boy, they don't get this. I got to show them that. So it is easier to do it yourself, but that's only a short term success. It's like junk food. You get the high from the sugar or the carbs. Mm -hmm. 
It's not sustainable, though. If you actually take the time to teach that person, you're not only enhancing their life and their career, but you are leveraging your skill set and your time. And eventually, you know, you get to the point where you're spending less time working in your business, you're working on your business. Exactly. And I wonder if part of it, maybe on both sides of the scale, is that I don't have a lot of patience. So being able to have the foresight to see that if I start working on something step by step, it's going to have a better long-term effect. I would rather have a short-term return for my efforts, Mm -hmm. you know, so I procrastinate so that my efforts immediately give me a return. Right. Or I quick start because I want the immediate return. And let me relate to the patient thing real quick. I just want to spin it a little bit. I used to think that I'm just not a patient person, right? And everybody else in the room would nod their head to that. The thing that I've learned is patience is a choice. It's not something that you have or don't have, you know, and yeah, you can have a temperament or a personality that leans you one way or the other on patience, but patience is a choice. And so I was thinking when I don't delegate, it's not always because I don't trust. It's because it's more convenient and more efficient and faster Mm-hmm. And that appeases that impatience yes. that I'm choosing. And sometimes I think that actually is the thing that can get in the way of teamwork and, and those types of things. So mm-hmm. that's how I relate to what you just said. So Ooh, yeah, so now you got some ammo when you're driving next time with Mark. Mark <laughs> you said you're working on choice. patience. <laughs> choice. Mark, I see how Choose it is. This always not- comes back to me in my driving. Doesn't it? <laughs> I think I'm just going to go get a monster truck and then you guys are just going to cheer oh, me no. up. You know what I right? think? I think we should get you a valet. Oh, you should you just go. have a valet for the rest of a your driver. Dude, Mark, you're going to be being chauffeured around, sitting in the back seat, going, I would go I crazy back there. Are you kidding me? I say, governor. He would. He'd be back there going, what? How come you didn't just cut in front of that guy? <laughs> I do. When I drive. You're I, out of control. When I drive, Three I car just not talk, you know? Oh, yeah. No. no, no. Is, you need to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Derek, what about you? Mine was the phone. Mine was, was it? Yeah. Mine Did you was, already say that? Gone, yeah, full circle. Yeah. We're having so much fun. I will, I will add it. on, though. One of, one of the things I had in there was, like, the perfectionist complex. Oh, yeah. Of, like, not wanting to show anything before it's perfect. I heard and, a term for this. And and Mark's Mark's looking at me. Because, I'm staring directly into your oh, skull because it is right me now, to because a that T. That is total. Like, show us the progress. It's not perfect. One thing we talked about a while back on a couple podcasts and was about allowing yourself to make something that's imperfect. And so that's one thing that that I'm trying to do more of, and I, I hope that it shows that I'm trying to be a little bit more open and that sort of stuff. But you know, in terms of feedback and like, it doesn't have to be perfect before you show it to somebody. It, it can be a work in progress. On that note, a a dear friend of mine sent me a text this week and it had a quote in it because he knows that we're launching our new game. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he knows the pain that we've gone through to kind of get where we are, both with Vindication and with Unsettled, the new game. This directly relates to that. The, The quote is from one of the founders of LinkedIn, and it's, if you're not a little bit embarrassed of your first release, then you launch too late. That is really, really powerful. And there's a lot to chew on there. But the fact is, if you wait until it's perfect, which, by the way, it's never going to be perfect, Mm -hmm. you're going to miss all the windows and opportunities in life because those windows and doors are going to close. And you're going to be not first past the post. You're not going to be the innovator. You're not going to be the leader. You're not going to be the change agent. You're going to be the one following in line. And when that hit me, I was thinking, wow, 
all the times I was playtesting Vindication in the early days and it was so embarrassing because it was broken and it wasn't perfect and people kind of come to the table and they're thinking, oh man, I, I think I see what you're trying to do, but it's not quite there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're kind of like, this is, and it was embarrassing because I have those perfectionist tendencies too. But when you open up earlier on and you allow other people to make you stronger and better, your perspective broadens, more wisdom is in the work and the product is better and it comes out faster. So. Mm-hmm. I'm getting yeah. the daggers into my soul. Again. Well, it's, it's <laughs> daggers going both ways because right. Derek looks back at me and it's the same thing, right? Because mm-hmm. I have the same tendencies. What we're struggling for here is to make each other better, mm-hmm. you know, is to, is, is to constantly grind on each other and make each other stronger and sharper and better. And that's I, the other thing. It's just like the, the critique, like a critique is not a bad thing. Especially, I mean, we create teams like this to have trust between us. Mm-hmm. You know, you could do something that's horrible, right. like a really bad product. And guess what? We would all still like you. Right. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like it, it would be fine. And it doesn't mean all of your work is mm-hmm. is, is as bad. as the, the phrase my team has been talking about recently is perfectionist paralysis. Yes. Where you're just too afraid to even move because it won't satisfy you. Mm-hmm. you Creative know? professionals are particularly susceptible to this. I've been one my whole life and I've been on all sides of it. But yeah, Derek, I've seen it with you and I've seen you overcome it too. And I don't um, think I'll ever not be a perfectionist. Definitely, I've seen it with but... you too. I mean, everybody has that. Ten- like everybody wants to look good. Everybody wants to put their best foot forward and be like, I want to show the people what you know I'm actually capable of mm-hmm. or what we're capable of. Sometimes it's not even about you. Most of the time it's not usually about you, right? Well, I mean. Except for Derek, right? (laughs) Except for D-Lock, my bad. I would argue that too. Work, really, that's what's important. The work, not about, you know. Not your ego, not, you know, Mm -hmm. your your skill set. It's about the work. Yeah, pleasing people with perfectionism is another terrible thing. And I'll just speak from my own personal experience. I've been that guy. And it's just miserable. And I'm not even projecting any of this on on anybody. Mm -hmm. Just for me in particular, there's this really deep desire to be accepted and Mm -hmm. to be, you know, valued for what you're doing instead of who you are. That's something that I think I still kind of battle with and grapple with because who you are is good enough, right? Mm -hmm. It's, Mm -hmm. It's actually everything. What you do is also really, really important. But that's not how you necessarily should be judged. You know, in in your life, it's not about what you want to do. It's the things that you actually do in your life that people are going to remember. And so they're tied. But at the same time, who you are is enough. And, and, you know, I I think people just tend to forget that. And they're worried about what other people are going to think. And I think it's okay to say, you know what? This is what I was swinging for. I totally blew it. But check this out. Like, Mm -hmm. how close was I? Like, Mm -hmm. Like, if I were to hit this again, it takes discipline to get into that mindset. Right. Like I know I totally blew it and we sucked, but that's, this is all learning, right? Failure is learning, right? I either win or I learn internally. I I love to watch the battles that we have and the failures that we face and then mm-hmm. how we come out of those. And that's what makes greatness. Bam. Mic drop. Mm-hmm. These mics were inexpensive. I would drop these mics. Bam. Bam. All right. <laughs> all right. I'm pretty happy overall. Everybody, everybody. Feel yeah, like they've gotten everything out they want to get yes. out. That was a good we go time. until Lacey's happy. That's just the way it is on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I'm in podcast. charge. <laughs> in this room, I am the podcastinator. She's completely hoarse. She's like, I'm doing it. <laughs> okay. 
You hit everything. Derek's looking through his notes. I have a list. His field journal. I mean, I have a very long laundry list of least thankful things, but I think we'll save this okay. for a different one. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, if you enjoyed listening to us chitter chatter, if you loved hearing my voice today, voice. and you want to hear more from us, where can you find us, Davron? OrangeNebula.com. Beautiful. Derek, where else? Vancouver, Washington. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, snap. Uh-huh. <laughs> At Orange Nebula on our social channels. Good. All of them. Good. Wonderful. And if you're interested in great new board game coming out on Kickstarter in December, we invite you to start looking for Settle anything down, coming from Orange Nebula. Settle down get unsettled. Oh. It's about to get unsettled. And let me, and let me just pitch this for a second. This, is, this game is, a, is three and three and a half years in the making. Like Vindication was about the same. This is three and a half years with multiple people working on it, mm-hmm. though. So we've put more into this, even I would say, in terms of time and materials than we did with Vindication, which is almost unbelievable to mm-hmm. me. But we're extremely proud of it. And it's very different than I think anything out there. So give it a look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is something that, that, is going to stand the test of time. Yeah. When I was watching you and Tom kind of play through some of the first mechanics that were, you know, somewhat polished, it's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Really exciting because I think it's something that's completely new. All right. So keep a lookout for that. We're, we'll be sending out information through our email list on our social channels. You'll get to see our cute faces on video pretty soon talking Yay. about it. So we hope you have a wonderful day. You have a wonderful drive, evening, wherever you are. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are. We love you. We love you. You're amazing. Orange Nebula. Out. Peace out. (laughs) Bye. Under pressure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you should go. Go. Go, 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 go. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>